It is 5 o'clock somewhere, and you've tuned into Season 2, Episode 15 of BRC. For those of you who'd like to watch this episode, I highly recommend it. You can view Season 2 on our website, YouTube, and Spotify. I'm Carrie Moynihan, and in today's Tales from the Still segment, we step into a world where the rich flavors of bourbon intertwine with the vibrant strokes of artistry with Morgan Hancock, founder of Bourbon with Heart. Stay with us. Today's Tales from the Still is brought to you by BWJamesJewelers.com. Show your love for bourbon everywhere you go. BourbonBarrelRings.com by B.W. James has some of the most unique bourbon barrel wedding bands, rings, and bracelets that you'll ever find. B.W. James has an exclusive offer for our audience. Use promo code BARRELROOM for $30 off your order of $199 or more. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon to whatever time it is you are catching the program today. Today on the show, I have Morgan Hancock, who has a bourbon with heart, which we will talk about in a moment. But before we do, we're going to talk to her about her whiskey journey and how from a wee little lass born in Kentucky, she became this wonderful entrepreneur and doing things with bourbon with heart. So uh, welcome, Morgan. Hi, thank you. Hi. Uh, So my whiskey journey and you know what? It's hard to say whiskey. Uh, I, <laughs> when you're in Kentucky, it's just that that's a hard habit to get into. Um, so if I, is it okay if I say bourbon? You can uh, say bourbon. Okay. It just comes a lot more naturally. Um, so my bourbon journey uh, started by being born in Kentucky uh, because everyone that's born in Kentucky is is part of the bourbon story. Um, it's part of our culture, our economy. It's it's just who we are. Um, but then in addition to that, I have for a long time worked in media and advertising. And in Kentucky, your biggest clients are going to be bourbon brands. One of your biggest clients will be bourbon brands. So I became well-connected through that. And then my fiance and I have a fire protection company. And we handle the fire protection for most all of the distilleries in Kentucky. And so that was just another layer of um, networking with the bourbon industry. And I grew up as an only child, so I got bored easily. So I had to kind of be extra creative. And that led me to art. And um, I've always been, been an artsy type and creative type. And one day it just made sense to to blend the two of bourbon and art. Fantastic. So tell me more about Bourbon with Heart. How did you start that? And what is the what is what is the purpose of it? And what is the goal for it? And and all that good stuff. So Bourbon with Heart is we used to say Kentucky's only art bourbon charity, but we've since discovered it's the only one in the world. Oh, wow. uh, so we can now say the world's only first and only art bourbon charity. And what that means is we we do mainly art exhibits and art initiatives um, to raise funds. And we raise funds for not just the artists and, and to bring awareness to the arts of Kentucky and provide platforms and access for, for artists in Kentucky, but we also raise funds for other local nonprofits. And those aren't necessarily arts related nonprofits. Um, those are all across the all across the board. So in 2023 alone, it's only August, just turned August, we've raised over 80,000. Oh, wow. Um, and with no sign of, of that slowing down. And That's we've great. been able to give back to over a dozen other nonprofits and serve pushing over 100 Kentucky artists 
right now uh, from we'll talk about our most recent exhibit soon, but from ages 18 to 102, we have a 102 year old artist in our upcoming exhibit. Wow. And is that 102 year old artist been an artist for like 90 years or was this a new? Yes. Once once we hit a hundred, let's try something new. Why not? I mean, I'm all for that, but she, she's been an artist her whole life. Her name is Hazel and she was actually a pianist and a painter and she now has Alzheimer's, but, Mm. um, has not forgotten how to paint, how to play music or how to paint. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So tell me how the idea to do this, uh, started and when did, when did you, from from the idea sparking and to when you actually started doing this, how long did that take? And um, what, what did it take to get this whole thing going? I have to think about how to answer that question because in a sense, it, it's taken years to lead up to it. But but then in another sense, the second that the this particular idea came in, my mind it was it was fast so I would say it's taken a long time in terms of building up the contacts and and the network and everything I would need to make this successful um because that could that's not something you could just do overnight however the the specific idea that launched bourbon with heart really was kind of an overnight thing um so I was walking down the street of downtown Louisville and saw a trash can and it was just gross and ugly. And and I was like, if we're going to have trash cans, you know, why can't they at least be aesthetically pleasing? Um, I felt like that's a valid question. And um, I thought this should be, you know, some type of art or at least painted um, because we have, you know, cities will have different initiatives like this, like, um, I think New York has like the painted apples and I think one place Cincinnati or someone has these painted pigs all over. And we actually have painted horses in Kentucky. It's called Gallapalooza. Oh, that's cute. Uh, yeah, they're, but they're huge fiberglass um, horses that are painted. And so I was like, you know, what can we do with this trash can? And then I thought, well, it, maybe it could just be like a bourbon barrel. They're kind of shaped the same and that would make sense for our, our city. And then I just thought, Oh, it should be a painted bourbon barrel. Um, and I thought about calling it Barrel Palooza, similar to our painted horses. Um, and I was like literally walking into this event. And I, as soon as I sit down, I like Google, have we done any painted bourbon barrels in, in Kentucky and in Louisville? And I was super shocked. I could not find anything of anyone doing it. And I thought, oh, that's crazy. I mean, this is Kentucky and we're not doing anything. We we have a very rich and vibrant arts culture here. People don't really know us for that, but we do. And so I was really shocked that we had never combined, you know, kind of our leading industry of bourbon with our arts culture. And so I'm like, this has to be, this just has to happen. And it moved incredibly quick from there. I I kind of have this unreasonable phobia like when I get a good idea that all of a sudden everyone's going to want to do the same idea even though they haven't I done have it the same thing <laughs> okay right which is like they haven't done it all this time but now suddenly I feel like it's a race and um so I was just immediately thinking of venue well 
backtrack. I found out pretty quickly we can't replace the trash cans for logistical reasons with how they have to empty them. And um, but I thought, well, we got we got to do bourbon barrel art. Something we need painted bourbon barrels here. So I approached. It's called Fraser History Museum. Okay, it's actually the official starting point of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Oh, nice! And it's a museum, so it made perfect sense. If we're going to put bourbon painted bourbon barrels on display, we can do it here. So at this point, I approached them, and I really had nothing. I mean, I threw together like a middle school PowerPoint presentation like I had nothing to show for this it was all an idea and thankfully they granted me a meeting with the CEO sat down and told them the idea and they were like we love it like let's go we want to we'll host it here and we want to like open it in a few months and I'm like I don't have a bear I don't have a single barrel I don't have a single artist I don't have any funds like I don't know where I'm gonna pay for this (laughs) so right so like I leave the meeting and I'm so excited because I'm like we got an exhibit like we're gonna do this bourbon barrel art exhibit and then as soon as I get home I'm like oh crap like now I really have to do this (laughs) and I will say I don't know if I would recommend starting a business that way but it on the other hand it was fantastic because I was forced to get this thing off the ground Whereas I could have maybe procrastinated or waited till like more things were in line or the store, you know, that I had more things prepared, but I couldn't. So I just was forced to get this up and running. And now, and we did it and it was a huge success. And now we're on our fifth exhibit. Oh, wow. And, um, we just got a new partnership with the Kentucky Bourbon Festival and, Every day is just a new partnership, new opportunity. Yeah. So how many painted barrels have you had uh, participate or been created during this process? So our fir- that was our first exhibit. Um, and that was 20 painted bourbon barrels that were on display. Um, we could have had a lot more. It was just a space space issue. Um, so that was well, 20. barrels aren't very big. They don't take up a lot of space. <laughs> Oh, so that was another thing. Um, I mentioned that I didn't have any barrels. And I i mean, I was familiar with bourbon barrels, but not, um, I, I can't say that I had hauled a lot of them physically up to this point. Yeah, they're pretty heavy. Pl- yeah. So I, um, and I'm in a, in a time crunch when I first get the approval for this first exhibit. So I literally just go on Facebook Marketplace and found somebody selling 20 bourbon barrels and got them delivered. Did an artist call, got the artist. Well, a pick we pick our artist and the first one I go to, I go to, to take the bourbon barrel and I didn't think of this stuff either. Like they're on the second floor apartment building with no elevator. Oh, no. And this barrel, you know, is like 140 pounds and, and it's not, it's an awkward shape. And so I'm like, oh, no, how am I going to get this? I mean, we were creating, like, pulley systems. We came up with anything and everything to get this done. And um, so now I feel like I could be in some type of contest or something for – well, at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, they do have a barrel 
hauling contest. Well, and go, it's usually like it, these man. huge, like beefy men. And I'm like, I feel like I could compete at this point. You're like, um, oh, what? You, don't, you didn't bring your pulley? You should bring your pulley. <laughs> yes. I may not have the brawn, but I had the brains to figure out how to get these. Like I've created all kinds of systems for getting these in and out. I figured out how I can fit two in my little car, two barrels. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. So, so we did the twenty for the first exhibit. Now, our other exhibits, we they're not all just barrels. So, for the second exhibit for Derby, uh, Derby time is huge here in Kentucky, of obviously. Um, and so, for our second exhibit, I had connected with the group. I'm a military veteran. I'd connected with a group of military vets. Um, Cruise Custom, they make all kinds of products out of bourbon barrels. And they had found that woodworking really helped their PTSD and they their preferred wood is bourbon barrel wood. And so I had connected with them and they wanted to collaborate on something. And so Derby presented a great opportunity. We wanted to think of some creative exhibit we could do that brought them in and incorporated bourbon barrels. And so we made 50 bourbon barrel bow ties so these were actually oh, bow ties cute. made out of bourbon barrels and so these military veterans cruise customs um, carved them out of bourbon barrel and then they went on to local artists who then hand painted them and decorated them and that was on display all through derby and uh, that raised funds. Each one of these raises funds for other nonprofits as I had mentioned earlier and then we did a, um, we have something here also called Derby Diversity Week. Oh. And um, so we partnered with Derby Diversity Week and we have a big block party downtown called Bourbon, Brims, and Bowties. So the hats Cute. and Bowties. And so we got um, some of our artists on stage for all the musical performances and they did live painting with the theme of bourbon brims bow ties. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. So, and now our, our most current exhibit is 50 bourbon barrel heads hand painted by artists over the age 50. Okay. Oh, and it's called seasoned spirits and it's the kind of a play on you know, bourbon gets better with age. And so do we, so oh, we're nice. celebrating the more seasoned artist. Um, We've replaced the word old with seasoned. That's good. That's good. And how, <laughs> so this was in, in what year did you say you started? 20? Last year. Wow. So all of this has been in, in one year. Yes. That's fantastic. It's, yeah. It's crazy. I, I feel like we've done more than people would be happy to do in a decade. <laughs> um, and like I said, no sign of, sign of stopping at all. That's fantastic. $80,000 in your first year. And the uh, year's well, not that, even. Yeah, that's um, that's this year. Yeah, August. And then how much did you do last year before? For, you know, it was the, the last quarter, I guess, of the year. Um, the last quarter of, like, I think around 30. So that was before we knew how fast we were going to grow. <laughs> and we weren't, we weren't as, like, keeping track of everything. And we go, oh, crap, we got to get, like, our bookkeepers. We got to get, like, this is getting we weren't expecting to grow like that. So, uh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So have you had all the exhibits at the, at the museum or have you, um, have you had them at various different places? Like at the Derby, did you have it actually at Churchill Downs or? 
Uh, we have them all different places. Uh, the Derby was, it's called the Galt House. It's the official hotel of the Kentucky Derby. It's just an iconic uh, hotel in, in Louisville. And it's known for, it's got all kinds of bourbon bars. And if, if you ever come to Louisville, I mean, it's kind of, it's a big attraction. Um, so we had it there and it's always sold out for, for Derby. Well, Derby is like a two month thing here. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's where, where everybody else, it's, it's a two minute thing on TV. <laughs> right. Well, so you say you turn a two minute race into a two month party. No, sort of great. like how they do Mardi Gras. We do that for, for Derby. That's great. Um, but yeah, we have it at we. So we're actually um, talking with you know Kentucky Derby Museum and and a few other places. At this point, now everyone wants to be wants to host an exhibit because we bring. Because any of the distilleries said, "Hey, yeah, do it here." Well, you can you can do it here where where they have their tours and stuff. Yes, the issue with that is we don't want to exclude other distilleries. Right. Um, so, so far we've wanted to keep it open to all the distilleries to be able to participate. Um, we're totally open to some idea at a distillery, but it just hasn't made sense to exclude all the others at this point. Know, maybe, maybe you take it on, on the trail and then you do like a couple days at this one, a couple days at this one. And then, I don't know, that'd be kind of fun. That's a great idea because we had thought about doing an exhibit that had a passport similar to the Bourbon Trail and yeah. to see all the art pieces you would have to visit X yeah. amount of places. And from a business standpoint, because we can have all the good ideas in the world, and but they've got to make money uh, somehow. And so from a business standpoint, that also could be good because each stop would be a sponsor. I mean, you would have to kind of pay to be part of the trail. What is your five-year plan? Because it sounds like your one-year plan exploded like way bigger than you anticipated. Yeah. So uh, some of the things, uh, we just launched a, a magazine that will launch on September 1st called Arts oh, wow. and Spirits Magazine, which is currently kind of focused on stories of our artists and and things going on in Kentucky. But the way that I've branded it is certainly doesn't limit it to staying in Kentucky. Arts and Spirits magazine, to me, should be in the airports right upside cigar aficionados and you know, any, any of the kind of other higher-end um, niche magazines like that. Um, and so that will launch September 1st. And we just released the cover for that. And I'm excited about it. One of our artists from Season Spirits, he on his barrel ahead, he did the um, famous Michelangelo painting with the creation of Adam. So, you know, they got oh, wow. hand, but they are toasting. Nice. Um, and believe it or not, no one had done that concept before. And I'm like, uh, I'm always like amazed at some of the things that seem so obvious that haven't been done before. And right. so we're calling it the first toast. Oh, and I like this that. This is our first magazine, and so that his art is the cover of it. I don't know if you'll be able to link anything, but um, so that'll be that's our first magazine cover. So it's it's going to be a physical magazine. It's not going to be one of it these online physical. magazines. Oh, God, oh yeah, I love that. No. Everyone's like, oh, I'm doing a magazine. You can get it at www. I'm like, no, no, no. I want a magazine. I want to smell it. I want to feel it. I want to see it. Yes. So that's great. Exactly. And um, that was another area we're working in advertising. 
you know, helped because we, I'd been with the magazine for the past five years. So kind of having the writers, the designers, everyone in place to get that going maybe quicker than if you were fully starting from scratch on all that. Um, So Arts and Spirits magazine, hopefully you guys will one day see that around the globe. So where, uh, uh, where will, so you're publishing, is it going to be in Kentucky only for the first publication or can people subscribe to it? Well, the first publication will be in Kentucky only, and we will have an option where you can uh, subscribe. Um, it, it would be mailed to you, but this first one is just is just really Kentucky. But as I said, when we're looking long term, we've branded it in such a way that it's not it doesn't have to stay in Kentucky. Okay. Um, so eventually, we'll be all over. Um, and then, like as I was saying, uh, the Distillery of Art. So as an actual brick and mortar location, hopefully on Whiskey Row, um, downtown. Nice, nice place. Global. Yes. And it would be a place for tourists and locals alike to come and shop all of our bourbon art. And we'd have different galleries, but I'd also foresee live music and, and a, a whole know, cause experience. We, yeah. Because we want, if you see our, we're going to venture beyond, we're not just doing the fine arts like we've got bourbon and ballet coming up uh bourbon nice. and beethoven and i don't know if you can see this the theater we have ideas for bourbon and broadway oh nice um right so we should be in new york bourbon is becoming popular all over the world so i think and d- does anything do you guys do anything with rye because i know you got a lot of rye there there in uh, kentucky too or is it all just 100 percent bourbon oh no we Right, we I, I can they're I consider them in the same family. We will <laughs> it's well the American spirits, yes. <laughs> Actually I prefer my old fashions with rye. Um so do I. So do I. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, rye's welcome welcome to our Great. family. And, and in fact we've had some organizations come with our exhibits and work with us that are creating the the mocktails. Oh nice. And the non alcoholic bourbon. Well, you know, bartending is an art. So yeah, there's a, yeah. Wow. This is all very, very exciting stuff. So all of your proceeds go to all sorts of different charities. Like you don't have one specific, you just share that you share the wealth with everybody. Yeah. So we pick, um, sometimes we'll have three or four beneficiaries. Sometimes we'll have one. Um, and it's all across the board. So, I mean, our first, you know, See, we had everything from uh, Blanket Louisville, which is blankets for the homeless. We have a pretty big homelessness problem in Louisville um, to a literacy program you know, for for kids. We, they're building a private school here in, oh, wow. in West Louisville. Uh, it'll be tuition free to the students, but... Um, but it's a private school and uh, that's in West Louisville. And if you're not familiar with Louisville, West Louisville is really known for crime, drugs, poverty. So it's, it's hoping to kind of help break that cycle Um, to this current exhibit will benefit uh, USA cares, which is assistance for military vets. So I don't know if you know this, but um, more, veterans have died from suicide post 9-11 than died in the war yeah um so this is really focused on that and 
the National Parkinson's Institute. And one of our artists is actually the 2023 Parkinson's Institute Warrior of the Year, oh, great. Um, which is is cool and special because, um, you know, if you're an artist, uh, especially fine art artist, and you get that diagnosis, that's pretty, yeah. you know, going to shake your life up. My grandfather on my mom's side uh, had Parkinson's and my father had Parkinson's, but my grandfather uh, was a jeweler. So he literally had to retire early because he couldn't, couldn't do it anymore. So, well, then you totally, totally understand. So, um, so he is pretty far along in the, his Parkinson's journey. And so he, it was, it was a bit of a struggle, but he, he made two awesome bourbon barrel heads and they've actually already been, already been claimed and sponsored by the Kentucky uh, Bourbon Festival which will be um, coming in September. That's great. Well, this has been fascinating learning all about this stuff. I can't wait to read the magazine. I can't wait to um, get out to Louisville myself and see one of these beautiful galleries. How often do you have exhibits? Like, do you have a specific like cycle that you work on saying, okay, you guys have three months to do this or is it just kind of. I think our, um, our, cycle is just nonstop. We just go (laughs) every time we end one, we have another one. Um, We're going to be at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival with um, 25 hand-painted staves that will be in the VIP areas of the Bourbon Festival. Then for Christmas, we're doing Christmas trees with custom ornaments uh, that will be sponsored by bourbon brands that'll all, all be on display for Christmas on Main Street in Louisville. It's called Lights on Main. Cute. Um, yeah. And so we've got all kinds of, we're constantly doing exhibits uh, in our website, bourbonwithheart.org. We also always have a voting component to the exhibits. And so the public online can vote on their favorite design and the winning artists, we let them choose the nonprofit of their choice that we also donate to. That's awesome. Well, this sounds like a very, very great project, and I'm uh, very happy that I was able to talk to you about it today. And I would love to keep following you guys and seeing all the beautiful art that comes in the years to come. Thank you. That does it for today's show. To read notes on this episode or learn more about our guests, please visit BarrelRoomChronicles.com. Want to interact with the show or have questions for our guests? Then ask them on our socials or send us an email through our website. Or better yet, leave us a voicemail on our website and your recording might be played in our new Speakeasy segment. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. If you really liked it and you want to show your support, buy us a whiskey through our Kofi site at ko-fi.com slash BRC or become an exclusive member of the Barrel Room Parlor where you'll get exclusive content not seen anywhere else. If you work in the whiskey or spirits industry or just have a deep passion for whiskey and want to share your spirits journey, register to be a guest through our website. Last but not least, please enjoy your spirits responsibly. Thanks for joining me. Until next time, Salangeva. Barrel Room Chronicles is a production of First Real Entertainment and is distributed by Spotify for Podcasters and is available on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Amazon, and wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts.